Hello and welcome to Hitting the High Note. I'm your host, Kevin Cusack, and today I have a very special guest, the band The Rising, all the way from the UK. Hi! Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Where the mic is. <laughs> so, Chantel and Chris are in the band The Rising, and how did The Rising come to be? So, The Rising uh, was originally an all-male band, and they focused on, like, heavy rock type of sounds, and then uh, Chris kind of moved it into a more country-driven vibe of a band, and then he got me to sing and songwrite with him as a solo artist, actually, I was before, and then... You know, we kind of got into it. Groove kind of figured out that that was the way we kind of wanted things to go, and he made me the lead singer, and we're here now as a duo. So it's been a pretty big journey. Yeah. Very nice. And so the band's name comes from the Bruce Springsteen album, The Rising. What is your all time favorite Bruce Springsteen song? country music scene there um i mean it has its own you know pathway i suppose is the way you would call it um they kind of, there's kind of two different sections to it there's the traditional country scene and uh kind of bluegrassy type uh bands that exist but then there's our type of country which is kind of more pop oriented so like your likes of keith urban and lady a that kind of vibe is the vibe we go with, but they kind of work together in tandem, and it's, I mean, it's big enough for what it could be, yeah. I think. could be bigger. <laughs> <laughs> and you've been doing a bunch of live streams. How has the feedback been on that? Well, basically, for us, the, the live streams is kind of, um, it's a way to connect one-to-one with your fan base. So for us, it's been amazing, you know, the idea that we can, connect with people on a one-to-one basis on all across the world is it's really been a great eye-opener for us and it kind of shows us a way that we can access music and fans and live gigs through a time where there is none of that happening because of the covid19 virus and it gives us a way to actually expose our music to people that would probably never have heard it before which is a very exciting endeavor for us as an independent band, like a fully DIY band. So we never really get, you know, to put our music out in places like, say, for example, Germany. And now we're getting people coming from Germany and France and I think America and Hong Kong and everything. And it's just amazing to see that kind of build just because of a live stream. Yeah, it kind of forces us to think, you know, if we're doing gigs, we kind of think, on a national level, whereas the live streams make you think on a global level. Yeah. You know, where you're trying to attract people from everywhere, so it's it's really been a great thing. Attracting people from everywhere, and my podcast is attracting listeners from all over the world, which is pretty neat, and it is 
getting very popular in the UK. That's amazing. Um, I mean, it's great that we have someone who's like willing to talk to independent artists because, you know, sometimes there'll be podcasts where are like, oh no, we like to focus on bigger artists. But it's great to have someone who's kind of basically trying to support those people who are like working their way, you know, even on the other side of the world, you know, trying to be a better musician, that type of thing. Yeah. It's great to have that. Absolutely. As a band, what challenges have you faced? Um, as an independent, you know, we face um, a lot of challenges in getting our music out to people. Um, you know, sort of before before we started doing the live streams, you know, we were kind of relying on, on gigging, you know, sort of playing in a city and playing that city over and over and over, trying to build up a fan base. Um, but the idea of using the internet and social media and, you know, live streaming allows us to, to connect with all those people. But then... Um, yeah, it's the main challenge is getting getting our music out to people and trying to get trying to get them to because there's a, there's a bit of a bit of a stigma between you know if you're not signed people think you're you know some some way second rate in a way um, so it's trying to convince people that you're every bit as good if not better than someone that just happens to be signed. So. We also like face like writing challenges like on a pretty much daily basis like um because we're a duo and we're like best friends so it's kind of like easier but sometimes like when we had the five piece it was like everybody wanted their own input and there would there would be a lot of fighting going on about it like certain lines certain lyrics and it can get a wee bit messy and of course now that we're a duo it's kind of a little bit easier but we still face like those kind of hard moments where it's like I want one thing but Chris wants another and um we can end up not talking for months but like it's so it's you know I mean we get over it and we get the music out so I mean yeah there's always this to overcome that challenge of like personal yeah it's kind of more direct in a yeah. way what artists are you currently listening to at the moment for us that will be right across the spectrum um Country-wise, uh, really enjoying Keith Urban's new single. Um, there's also a lot, of, a lot of great sort of stuff on the fringes of it. You know, there's a band called Need to Breathe, who I'm fanatical fan of. And they kind of, they're not really fully on the mainstream yet. They're kind of just breaking through. So I really enjoy them. Um, what about you? I love... Um I love a lot, but uh, personally at the minute, my one of my favourites to go to is uh, Lady Gaga's new album, Chromatica. It's great, uh, especially right on me. Anything around Grande is pretty much where I'm at. And uh, also uh, loving uh, Kelsey Ballerini. What was the experience like playing at the Country to Country Festival in London's O2? Yeah, it was awesome. It's really big. Um, you know, it was just great to sort of see as independents, you know, as, as I was saying earlier, you know, the idea of getting ourselves exposed to a fan base is tough. So to actually play a major festival where you're literally playing direct to the fans of that kind of music, it, it was really a golden opportunity for us. So, you know, it was yeah, something we kind of wished for, you know, really. Yeah, just to play the London O2 in general, it's one of the most famous arenas over in the UK. And just to, even even though we 
played the Brooklyn Bowl, which is now closed, unfortunately, but we played the Brooklyn Bowl and the main entrance stage. And even just to get those people who were going in to see, I think it was Carrie Underwood at the time, just to get those people who were going in, stopping and enjoying your music. And it was, it was just amazing. It's one of those feelings that you don't think you'll ever find again. And it's just one of the most famous venues. So to play it and to say that we played in it is, you know, it's, Pretty big deal. Lauren Elena was on just after us, so it was like pretty cool. Cool. Because it was like someone that we had listened to was like, "Mm." yeah. You know, so it's like, it's sort of like all the people you kind of sort of listened to over the while and you're sort of bumping into them, which is pretty cool. Opens up your musical palette. Yeah. Definitely. And Lauren Elena is a great artist, and yeah, she was on American Idol. Yeah, I loved her. I voted for her. (laughs) Me too. Amazing. <laughs> you mentioned that you're Irish and I am half Irish myself. What is your favorite Irish food? Irish food. Irish food. Oh there's a thing and it's and and like it's like it's called like mince and potatoes over in Ireland <laughs> it's like it's a brilliant dinner like chump no you, no not like chump <laughs> yes but like you said it like, like it's like cottage vibe but it's not it's different well, chump, <laughs> chump is mashed potatoes and chives yeah but also a good like potato crisp sandwich always goes a long way Yes, potatoes. Have you been to Ireland before yourself? I haven't. If you're ever over, there's a thing called uh, potato crisps here, which are chips to you. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So they are cheese and onion flavoured potato chips. And you eat them in bread. So good. Oh, that sounds amazing. Speaking of uh, Northern Ireland, I actually interviewed an artist from Northern Ireland a couple weeks ago. Anyone might know? Uh, Endless State. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've heard the name, but we're kind of in the circle, so we kind of hear each other. And yeah, we all kind of support each other because, like, Northern Ireland is pretty small compared to like anywhere like UK, London type thing. So yeah. it's like we all kind of know each other and we all support each other, which is quite nice. Yeah. Like a big family. Yeah. That's amazing, and that's how it should be too. Yeah, especially independent artists, we all you know we all need to support each other and help each other grow. Um, you know, so. Is there anything that you want to ask me? Where's the best place to go in America? Yeah, I would love to go to America. I haven't been, so I'm always like, always curious <laughs> to see what people think is the best. I think that's quite a thing as well, kind of being Irish, Northern Irish, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, like a lot of, like even the race of country music was a lot of Irish sort of settlers moving over, so I think sort of Irish people have a natural affinity with yeah, but the America, people who yeah. moved over didn't bring back Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy's is good. I've heard. I, I, I'm really excited. I'm, I can't wait to go over. The best burger place in America, I think, is In-N-Out. It's... Oh, yes. I've only seen that in movies. <laughs> didn't think it was real. Oh, yeah. It's real. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's much better than McDonald's. In and Out has what's called the double double, 
which is like a double cheeseburger, but you gotta get it animal style, which is with grilled onions and this like Thousand Island spread. Taco Bell noise, but I mean, In-N-Out Burgers on spread. Wendy's, I'm living for. In-N-Out Burger, I'm living for. An International House of Pancakes, I'm also living for. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. IHOP is the best. Yes, IHOP! Because you were meant to... I was meant to be going over to Nashville in, um... No, really? Yeah, about July. Yeah, it was really about July time, the 8th of July, and, uh, obviously things got cancelled and moved out of the way, and I was really looking forward to it. I, I had people, like, sending me get uh butterfingers bring me back butterfingers and like you know like bring me back something from america like all these different things i was like i can't wait to go and find them myself i will find a walmart and i will be there and honestly i'm so sad that i didn't get to go but i'm going to florida next year so it should be fun hopefully back to Nashville. nice what part of florida orlando okay (laughs) nice i've been to orlando yeah Okay. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. yeah, Orlando is great. Disney is really nice. What's really neat that you should check out, I think it's still there, um, is Epcot Center. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Chris has, like, spoke to me about that. Yeah, because I, I found me in Florida, so they tell me a lot of, like, what's cool to check out. Uh, replicas of cities, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, cool. so, so you get, like, Paris and... Oh, my. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, you could have breakfast in Paris and then lunch in Morocco and dinner in Italy. Oh my gosh. You're making me homesick for America and I've never been. Yeah, what's really neat about Disney and Epcot is there are Coca-Cola from like all over the world. Yeah, it, it probably is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chris would love that, though. Chris is like, have, like, he loves Coke. It's one of his favorite drinks. As in the drink, not the other. Yes, as in the drink. My family, so they live in Florida, so um, they come over here a lot, and what they want, they, they instantly want dark chocolate. Yeah, I, I, I've heard the chocolate like over here is a bit more milky and a bit more sweet. And I used to live in Florida, so yeah. Yeah, lived in West Palm Beach and then Pensacola, which is the Panhandle area. Yeah. This is what you'll find, like from people, like people who live in like Northern Ireland, like we've grown up, like well, I mean, I mean, I think UK in general, like we grew up with Disney Channel and like um, watching all the American movies, and they kind of just become like. You know, like, is that really how it is? Like, that place couldn't exist. And then now there's Disney Plus, which is really neat. Oh, yes. We have been watching nonstop. Chris has been on The uh, the Mandalorian. Yeah. And I've been on the uh, all-time Disney films, like Snow White. And I've actually watched Hamilton as well, which is great because it was only available on stage and on Broadway. So now I get to watch it online. Best places to go to in America... Yeah, Florida's nice. California's really neat. They have really 
beautiful beaches. And then Las Vegas is really neat, too. Yeah. Yeah, last, I, I, my friends actually went over for like a home party to like Las, Las Vegas and they said it was brilliant, all the casinos and everything, it's like yeah. more than 24 hours. I'd love to see the deserts. Oh, you'd like to travel Route 66. Yeah, but like the Joshua Tree and all that kind of thing yeah. because of, you know, those Ram Parsons thing and all that kind of stuff. I mean, we kind of want to visit the places that they talk about in their songs, and, you know, like even, even Tom Penny talking about certain cities in his song, you kind of want to go, I want to see that city or Springsteen talks a lot about certain cities. Yeah, your latest is I Want You. Tell us the story behind this song. Uh, I Want You is a, is a song that's like, it's basically like a love song, so it kind of is a wee bit cheeky though. Uh, we kind of went through like, there's both been stages in our lives where we've kind of, you know, felt the need to say to someone like I love you and I want you in that kind of way and you know you can't really come out and say that you know well we can't anyway like <laughs> well I couldn't like to be honest like I couldn't really go up to someone and be like yo you come on let's go so uh my way to do it is to write a song about it and we were playing around with um some synths and I came up with a riff on the trumpet uh this do 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 riff that you hear in the song and we kind of played about with it for about six months and yeah. then we kind of came to a head when Chris was uh, doing guitars and it all just started to fit and we found lyrics and came to the point where we were like, oh, this is our, our life on a, in a song type of thing. Yeah, yeah. It was a song that, you know, some songs come really quick and some kind of, you know, they'll be born, the initial stages will be born and then they'll move on to something else and it takes time and develops and that was one of those songs. So we actually wrote it like, I said over a period of like six months so we had the initial idea and then you know we kind of went away from it and then came back went away again then came back and basically like a fun quirky way to say that you really want to be with someone yeah a lot I think you may not know it yet yeah <laughs> how can more people find out about your music so uh we are the rising so if you want and you like our music you can find us on facebook at the rising official you can find us on instagram and twitter at the rising music and you can also look up the website and that's www.therisingmusic.com and there you'll find our vinyl our cd of the previous albums uh, you'll find all digital links to uh all the current albums on spotify and apple music etc uh, you'll also find merch such as t-shirts, badges, magnets, uh, special edition CD stuff, and all good stuff. Yeah, so yeah. that's where you can find us. The Rising Music normally brings it up, but yeah. Yeah, we also have like a, a mailing list for what we do. It's like a, it's like a fan club, but without payment sign attached. <laughs> so if you join up to the mailing list, um, we will then send you like demos. Different audio new tracks before anyone else gets them, you know. So it's once again, it's kind of a way for us to build up a one-to-one relationship with our fan base and build a family. Awesome. And anything you want to add? Um, I I would just like to say thank you for bringing us on to your podcast. And I've seen a lot, and I'm just so thankful that you, you know, you popped up and you 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 spoke to me. <laughs> me it makes me feel good. <laughs> thank you so much and thank you for supporting all the independent musicians and everything because you know we need people more people 
like you. Meet more people like you yeah. doing that. So thank you. Aw, you're very welcome. And thank you so much. This is The Rising with I Want You. I want a first class seat on the flight to your heart I want to hold your hand down lover's lane <laughs> I want to kiss your lips, but do you want the same? And I know that it sounds crazy, but it's the best that I can do Just open the parachute, baby, cause I'm falling for you Oh, I want you For The Rising, I'm Kevin Kizak. Thank you all for listening to Hitting the High Note.